It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome again. Matt Hausman, your host for the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Coming to you in what we are now describing as our new normal for the foreseeable future, dealing with uh, the COVID-19 and everything surrounding that. And one of the things that I have been doing some research on, I've had questions come in, I've been speaking with clients, is understanding what this COVID-19 did in the creation of the CARES Act that was implemented signed into law back at the end of March, and how does it interact and how does, you know, what what can we understand with the stimulus check, the small business stuff, how does it affect retirement accounts and the SECURE Act that just passed at the end of 2019? And so what I want to do today is go through the research that we've done and where I think people really want to make sure they understand what their options are, again, for the tax year of 2020. So before we do that, let's make sure we deal with the disclaimer. Please don't take any of the information or ideas or suggestions that I offer in today's show as direct advice for you. Please use it as information and education that you then can discuss with your advisor. Now, If you don't have an advisor or you would like for us to be your advisor, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. And it's real simple. All you have to do is go to www.speakwithmatt.com. That's www.speakwithmatt.com. And my online scheduler is right there. You can go right in. You can schedule a 15 or 30 minute phone conversation. And quite frankly, at the end of that first call, we're going to have a good idea. Does it make sense to have a second conversation. So again, very low key, go right into the online scheduler. You don't even have to get on the phone with anyone to schedule this. So again, speakwithmatt.com, www.speakwithmatt.com and schedule it there. So, all right, let's go ahead and get on to today's show. Okay, let's jump into this. Uh, And one thing just to make sure we're uh, abundantly clear is as you listen to what I'm talking about, please make sure that you are talking with the professionals that you deal with, accountants, advisors, to make sure that as we go through and discuss this, you decide to implement certain things that they are helping you make a truly educated decision on the route to go. Okay? So for compliance purposes, we have that out of the way. So let's talk about the CARES Act. And one of the things that has come about from the CARES Act and how Uh, The SECURE Act that was just passed at the end of 2019 into effect January 1 of this year, the first thing that the CARES Act did is it is suspending required minimum distributions from your qualified retirement accounts for the year of 2020, even in the event you were not grandfathered in, meaning you were 70 and a half at the end of 19. You weren't allowed what the SECURE Act did is it moved those minimum distribution requirements out of your qualified retirement accounts until until you're 72 years old. But if you were 70 and a half last year, you didn't get that grandfathered in because you were supposed to take one last year. What they are saying for 2020 
is that no minimum distributions are required for you to take them out. Now, if you need the money, obviously that's a different story. But if you don't need the money, you can suspend that required distribution for this year, even if you are 70 and a half, okay? So you really want to look at, you know, maybe if I don't need the money out of those accounts, this is a great time to suspend it. And guess what? They're not going to make us make it up in 2021. It truly for this year is gone in the event you do not want to take it. Now, here's one thing that they didn't do is if you have already taken it this year prior to March 27th, is that they're not giving you a do-over. So the only option you have is that in the event you have done it within the last 60 days, you can apply for the 60-day rule, which means you would open up a new IRA. You would treat that as a rollover, put that money out that you have already taken, including any tax withholding that you have uh, already had them send, you would have to send the full amount to move that into an IRA, and then you would be eligible for that suspension of 2020 minimum distribution. So again, if you have specific questions on this, or you're in that scenario where it has already came out, make sure you're speaking with the advisors that are going to be able to help you navigate that short window to be able to get a do-over. So again, minimum distributions are suspended for 2020. Doesn't mean if you still want to take the money, you can't, but you're not required, which means you're not subject to that 50% tax penalty for not taking the minimum distribution. So if you have any questions, make sure to reach out to us, 610-719-3003. We're here to help you with that. Now, the other thing that they did continue to allow you to do is, and I had a client contact me about this just a couple weeks ago, and that is, can we still do what's known as a qualified charitable distribution? What that means is, if you were over 70, if you are over 70 and a half, this year, you can actually have money go to directly to the charity of your choice, directly out of your qualified retirement plan. Now, you guys have heard me talk about this in the past. There's specific rules that you have to follow. Also, depending on the institution you're working with, the TD Ameritrade or Schwab or what have you, they're going to have their own process and paperwork to make sure this goes out. The benefit of doing this is this is one of the best ways to get money to your charity because the money comes out and it is reportable on your tax return, but it is not taxable, which means it does not go into the calculation of your adjusted gross income or your modified adjusted gross income, which is the calculation they use for Medicare means testing. What does that mean? They're going to charge you more for Medicare Part B in the event your income goes above certain thresholds. Okay. Again, very specific. You want to make sure that if you are going to do that, that you understand what the institution is going to require, their paperwork, and their process to make sure it happens correctly. Okay, and staying on the idea of charitable contributions, the other thing they did for the tax year again of 2020 under the CARES Act is that now you can itemize a contribution to your charity of your choice up to 100% of your adjusted gross income. So what does that mean? Well, let's make numbers up. My income this year is $200,000. If I want to donate $200,000 to my church, I'm allowed to do that and get the full $200,000 against my AGI for that year. 
the way it was in the past under the um, Tax Act of 2018, I was only able to do 60% of my adjusted gross income. So they're again, they're giving an incentive to donate to charities and giving you really full tax relief up to 100% of your adjusted gross income. Now that's going to actually end up on your Schedule A, your itemized deductions, which is much different than a qualified charitable distribution directly out of your qualified retirement account. I will say that if you are wanting to donate to a charity and you're over 70 and a half and you qualify for those qualified charitable distributions, that's one of the best ways for all parties to get, meaning the charity and for you, for you're going to get, you know, again, reportable, non-taxable event, doesn't calculate into Medicare means testing, and the charity is going to be able to receive that. We just want to remember that it's only up to the amount that our minimum distribution uh, requirement is. So we can't go over that. We can only do the minimum. Now, the other thing, this is really something, I'm going to preface this again, make sure you are speaking with an advisor as I go through this. If you are under 59 and a half and you want to take money out of your qualified retirement account, your 401k, 403b, an IRA, what have you, there are specific restrictions and qualifications to be able to do that. So you want to make sure you're dealing with someone that can help you navigate. In addition, this is also potentially going to be plan specific, meaning the 401k at my work is how they have written the plan is, am I able to take advantage of this? The first thing that we have is we have the ability to withdraw, again, pre-59 and a half, I am subject to a 10% tax penalty on top of the actual ordinary income that is due on that withdrawal. Well, now I have the ability, if I qualify again, for that 10% penalty to be uh, forgiven and not paid. And again, we just want to make sure that we are following the, res- uh, the certain restrictions and most importantly, qualifications to be able to do that. Because we definitely don't want to have a big tax bill next year because we didn't understand that or something was uh, done incorrectly. Now, the other thing, and this also is very plan specific, and you really want to think about this one, but the other thing they have done, as long as it is happening between March 27th, which was when the act was put into law, up until 180 days, which takes us out to September 23rd of this year, I have the ability to take a loan out against my 401k of up to $100,000 and get an extension year of repayment. But again, anytime we start talking about taking loans out against our 401k or 403b, our qualified retirement plan, we really want to analyze that. With regards to this, we want to make sure that we understand the qualifications and make sure that we meet them. Also, This is where it's going to be planned specific, depending on the loan ability and parameters that the plan has allowed and was written in when they first implemented the plan, that you can do that. So again, this is where getting on the phone with the 401k provider or somebody at HR, along with having someone on the phone that can advocate for you. Many times when I have done conference calls with clients to the uh, or Maggie has to the 401k companies and we have talked to them or... We've had clients that we've said, hey, listen, you need to ask these specific questions to say HR. Many, many times the answers are a little to be desired on the back end. Many times we hear 
that, well, you know, our HR department, they don't really give us the consistent right answer. So again, making sure that you have someone on the phone with you that can ask the right questions and navigate through this to make sure all of these qualifications are met. But especially for everyone, you know, younger people, if you are being affected by this, we want to really look at, and that's where the majority of our money is, is sitting inside our qualified retirement plans. And that's the only place we can go. Let's make sure, first of all, it is the only place. And then if we're going to go there, that we understand how we're taking it out. Because the 10% tax penalty, let me tell you something. I mean, just think about it. If we take $100,000 out, that's $10,000. Boom. I got to pay. And there's no way. There's no creative financing or creative accounting on getting out of that. Then, now I'm also going to have to pay ordinary income tax on that. Okay? So again, really important to make sure you're speaking with a professional that can help you navigate that. Okay, and the last thing that we want to talk about are these stimulus checks. Um, earlier, we heard uh, Treasury Secretary mention that these should start rolling out April 15th. And uh, many times I've gotten uh, questions, hey, listen, I'm collecting Social Security or Social Security disability. Am I still going to get the stimulus check? The research that I have found is that the, the checks are going to go out based on the last filing year that they have for you and then looking at how you filed, so single or married, filing jointly, had a household, if you had dependents, who they were, in other words, the $500 for dependents, it's going to be based on that. And then it's also going to phase out based on where your income is. Very similar to when we look at like contributing to a traditional Roth or a uh, traditional IRA. So we want to make sure that we look at that adjusted gross income. And so for instance, at single, with no dependents, it starts phasing out at $75,000. For joint filers with no dependents, it starts phasing out at $150,000. Head of household, same thing, one twelve five, And then it, then eventually, it's going to be where we don't get anything based on those adjusted gross incomes. It also, even if you're in the situation where you haven't had to file taxes, you still could be eligible for receiving these stimulus checks. And, and a couple things that I've read out there are, are all they doing is advancing us a tax refund for this year. The research that I have done is that, no, this is not just something where they're giving you an advance on a future refund. There is going to be a, quote, tax credit that is going to, or another line item that's going to be provided in 2021 for when we file our 2020 taxes. So again, the last year that you, so for instance, if you've already filed your 2019 taxes, they're going to go based on that. If you're looking at someone like myself, I haven't filed 2019, they're going to look at 2018 taxes. Whatever the last year was, that's what they're going to be basing those stimulus checks on. So regardless of where your income comes from, for instance, Social Security or Social Security disability, we are still are eligible to receive it as long as our income falls within a certain income limit on the top end, and then it starts phasing out a little bit below that. So listen, everyone, I hope this has been helpful as we uh, are still navigating this new normal. If you have questions or uh, concerns or want to see if one of these strategies is going to work for you, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can either go with speakwithmat.com and schedule a time to talk right there or simply get on the phone, give us a call, 610 610- 
719-3003, or simply shoot us an email, info at smartmoneyquestions.com. Hope this has been helpful, everyone. Stay safe, and we will talk to you soon. Everybody take care. 